0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Real Conservative Talk Podcast. And before I start, I want you to go ahead and hit that little button on the bottom right hand side of your screen and subscribe. So, normally I talk about politics, I'll talk about economics, I'll talk about finance, but today I want to do something a little bit different and talk about something that is a little more unique and personal to myself. So, what gave me this idea is in several of my videos, I get comments and they don't bother me at all, by the way, but usually they are geared towards me as an insult. And I think primarily it's not that they are meaning to insult me because of uh, my situation, but more because of what I say in my videos, because I do talk politics and people often don't agree with me. And that's fine now. I'm sure if you are a regular to my channel, or even if you are just watching this for the first time, you may have noticed it already. But I have Tourette's Syndrome. I want to start off by disclosing that I am on the probably more minimal side of the spectrum. And while my tics can get bad, I have been extremely blessed, especially when you put in a comparison that a lot of people deal with. Tourette's in a very, very, um, you know, severe manner. So, first of all, what is Tourette's? For you to be diagnosed with Tourette's, I believe it's a year or more of observation, but you have to have at least two motor tics and one vocal tic. I have more uh, motor tics and more vocal tics. I think generally you do when you have Tourette's. Not everyone that has ticks has Tourette's. And as far as I know, it is a hereditary, it's not an illness at all, it's a neurological disorder. So I want to just kind of go through my story. I want to talk about medicine I've taken. I want to talk about what's worked for me. And I want to give you guys some stories that I've encountered in my lifetime. That I'm sure you will actually find funnier than anything. And I find them pretty funny. But they're stories that stick with me to this day. And are a big part of growing up. Now as far as my experience. My tics. Uh, or let me go back. There's often a common misconception. That everyone with threats does all the cussing. And the outbursts that you see. And that is true. That people have that um but not everybody in fact I don't know what the percentage is but there's actually a certain name for that type of Tourette syndrome I'm not a huge advocate I don't like raise awareness I should be raising awareness and that's wrong of me but I try not to even really bring it up because honestly in my opinion as far as my situation goes it's nothing that I want holding anything back. And if you hear a noise, there's thunder outside. Now, it's, for me, it's not a disability at all. Never even thought of it as being as one. But for some people, it is. And I think people need to be aware of that. It really can take a toll in someone's life when they do have severe tics. And I'm sure many of you have seen examples of that. Part of growing up was learning how to deal with criticism um, I was not very good at that when I was younger. Now, I don't care at all. You know, I have uh, certain tics that are everyday. Minimal things like, you may have noticed things in my eyes, things in my facial expressions. I may have some minor twitches. My hands, uh, I notice. But usually I don't even know I'm doing them. I have no idea. I can't suppress it at all. Some people say they can suppress tics. I can't. If I tried to, it, it wouldn't work. It'd just get worse. I mean... Um, and I think that's the case for the majority of people. But I could be wrong. I can't suppress it, though. My takes do get bad sometimes, though. And when they get bad, it does get frustrating. I usually only know that I'm doing something when I'm having a really stressful day. or uh, And usually these last for about a couple weeks. I may have really good weeks where I'm good you know, and, and relax. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it just flares up. There's no cure for it there. You know, it's not deadly. Well, I guess in some severe cases, it could be life threatening, you know, or definitely there could be physical harm for me. I don't have that problem. Um, it's just a daily part of my life. Now, one thing I have noticed is as I've gotten older, I've grown out of maybe certain things, but I don't have any new ticks. I do have tics that I do every once in a while that will get really bad. So when I do have a bad um, flare up, I call it, you know, let's say it's like a big cycle. I may have something I do with my arm or my neck, you know, and it's my breathing, whatever. And it seems maybe every six months, maybe something comes back around or every year it could be or every year and a half. I don't know. But it's something that every time it gets bad, it's something that I've always had. Prior. it's not ever like a new tick um i do have vocal ticks. they used to be really bad they're not very bad anymore but i do have them it's really hard for me to describe them you know it's like maybe some grunting some sniffling but it's not really sniffling if that makes sense it's uh more like maybe blowing your nose um could be like maybe I want to say squeaking sounds or stuff like that and again it, it comes and goes and that's kind of hard for me to describe I can kind of describe the moving parts but a lot of times I don't know exactly what it is until I go back and watch myself on the videos um I used to have the head butts a lot and that used to be you know hurt your head and so when it does get bad it can start to hurt your muscles and things like that but you know, the only time it really does bother me is when I'm running. And I get into where maybe for a couple of weeks when I'm running distance, it affects my breathing. And that's when I start really getting frustrating. But again, it kind of comes and goes. And I find that it's usually stress related or sleep related too. Now, as far as medications, because I know people that have Tourette's, they've taken different things. I've probably taken a lot of the same stuff they have. Um... The first thing I ever took was amoxicillin. We all know that as an antibiotic. That helped actually, I think the idea behind that was something around the inflammation in the brain, which I'll come to in a second, which is a big part of this. Uh, After the amoxicillin, I went on a medicine called guanfacine, which I believe could be like, I think it's a blood pressure medicine. I'm not 100% sure. Didn't really work very well, though, so I went on Abilify. Abilify, people you guys probably heard of that. I think it's like an anti anxiety medication or something. Again, I wasn't consistent with it. And these aren't medicines that you take it and it just suppresses it. It's a medicine you gotta be consistent with and it just may make things a little bit better. Again, like I said, my tics get worse maybe with stress and maybe the anti anxiety stuff, which I don't have anxiety at all. I'm I handle stress very well, just my ticks don't. Um and I didn't really like taking that medication. Then I went on to something my senior year of college. And I played football. So we had workouts all the time. It was called Haloperidol. And if you look up Hal- Haloperidol, it is a medication used for Tourette's. At this time, this is back in 2014. 2000, it been spring of 2015. Uh... I don't know if that's when people started using it, but my doctor hadn't prescribed it really to anyone else except me at that time. He was just trying it. And I took it for a month and I was dying in workouts. I went from being able to run forever and work out forever to like I couldn't go 10 minutes. And I told my doctor never again. It's the worst medicine I've ever taken in my life. I will never take that stuff again. Haloperidol, by the way. That's just my experience with it. Since then, I haven't taken any medication for the Tourette's. What I'll say, the best thing that has worked, and for you, those of you that have Tourette's, think about this: blueberries. First of all, a very good diet. I spent all of last year experimenting with this. No fast food, no fried food. Good protein. Eat your greens. Put color on your plate. Uh, vegetables, frozen vegetables are good. Don't eat a lot of sodium. I mean, enough to where you're not, you know, eat a well-rounded diet, right? But blueberries. Are the, it was like God's gift to me. And whatever's in it, I believe it's because of the antioxidants, again, going back to the inflammation in your brain, but the fish oils and blueberries. Uh, I think blackberries help as well. I used to drink this V8 drink with, it was a blueberry and pomegranate drink. That helps, but blueberries, I always made sure I had blueberries last year. And it worked like a charm. I didn't have any bad flare-ups. Again, I always had ticks that I do every day and you know little things. But I did, I went a while without having the bad flare-ups. And um, that, for whatever reason, I recommend anyone with Tourette's go and eat a lot of blueberries. I think you'll see a major difference. Now, oh, exercise as well. You always want to run, work out, and exercise. So, I want to get into... My story, though, and I think you guys are going to find this entertaining. Now, I was diagnosed about fourth or fifth grade, so 10 years old. And obviously, I had shown signs well before that, but that's kind of when I finally got the official document or the diagnosis. Now, going into middle school is probably the roughest time. You're growing, going through puberty, girls start to matter, right? And kids aren't quite understanding. But what made it worse is. Teachers weren't understanding either, at least not as much as you would hope. The first encounter I can actually still remember, and again, there were so many, was I remember I was taking a test in English class in sixth grade, and my tics were really bad, and this girl next to me was like, what are you doing? And I remember my stomach just fell out, and I looked at her, and I was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, What was I going to tell her? I didn't think she'd understand what was wrong or nothing. Um, The same class later on that year, we were taking another test. And again, my ticks were bad. The teacher had come to me. I believe a student may have said something to her. But she, in the middle of the test, asked me to get up and move me into another room. Now, that was the absolutely right thing to do. I'm not arguing that. I tell people all the time, don't expect people to cater to you, right? It's not fair to everybody else if you're a distraction. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I believe she, the teacher made the right decision. What I didn't necessarily agree with was she knew I had that problem. And she could have, when I walked in before the test, knowing that I possibly was going to be a distraction, Michael, why don't you go take the test in another room? Instead of, in the middle of the test, basically singling me out after someone had to say something and everyone's staring at me and knowing what's going on. Right. And doing that. But again, it was the right thing for the teacher to do. I just think the timing was a little off there. I got in a lot of fights, a lot of fights, got in a lot of trouble. I used to fight at the drop of a hat. When someone brought up the Tourette's, I was very self-conscious about it. When I went to high school, I went to a school that was out of the district, right? So all the friends I had and everyone I knew in middle school Went to different high schools. So I had to meet all new people. I didn't know anybody and they didn't know me. So again, people not really understanding. uh, You know, and I had to deal with that. My sophomore year though, something happened that kind of changed my life for the better. And I was playing baseball. I was a, you know, three-sport athlete in high school, but uh, I played football and baseball at this time was playing baseball, and it was a tournament at the end of the year. And we were going into the championship game of the tournament. A kid, I'm not going to name any names, had, we got into it over something, and he ends up calling me a Tourette's motherfucker. And we start fighting. And the fight gets broken up. And I get benched. He doesn't. So we're in this game the next day. I'm sitting the bench being punished for something I didn't start. And he comes, during an inning, you know, we get the outs, he comes back into the thing to go at the bat, and he's complaining about how he doesn't want to play. And I looked at him and I said, are you fucking kidding me? I'm benched because of you, and you don't want to play? I would love to be out there. And I was pissed. And in my mind, I made up my mind my decision like i'm going to handle this afterwards now you have to imagine this scenario we are at a rival high school so you know it's after school it's, we're having a big baseball tournament we end up winning that game it was a championship game we won the tournament the coach brings the team together he's talking to us with all of our parents around us and i'm thinking when this talk is done i'm it's over with and as soon as the coach got done talking, and we stood up, I caught this kid off guard. He had no idea what was coming, and I proceeded to beat the shit out of him. Bad. Um. It gets. I get tackled off of him. Again, he had no idea this was coming. I was bad. And my dad grabs me. We leave the field. Right. This is, it's one thing if you fight someone on the other team. It's another thing when you fight someone on your own team, right? At another baseball game. Like the next day, I'm not making this up. My football coach, who is a very uh, well known coach in the state of Florida for high school football, he's in the Hall of Fame. He calls us up, me and him, and we had weight training in school, like as a class. In front of everybody, he calls us up. Everyone had already heard about what happened at this point. And he looks at me, he looks at him, and he goes, Michael, is he your bitch now? <laughs> Again, I'm not making this up. I looked at him, I said, yes, sir. He goes, is this done with? Is this handled? I said, yes, sir. And he goes, all right, I don't want to hear another thing about it. Go on, go back and work out. <laughs> I'm not making this up. And me and this kid actually ended up becoming very good friends. Again, young Dom, right? I, it was. He knew how I felt about what he said. And he respected that, and we hung out all the time, became very good friends to this day. But at that point in time, I started to learn because I immediately got dismissed from the baseball team. Like, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about that. And my football coach, I believe, talked to the athletic director and kept me from getting suspended from school because it was a school event. Like, I I was facing serious uh, consequences over this. Never played baseball again. Went on ran track, which probably worked out for the best. But that was the end of my baseball career, and I loved to play baseball. And that's when I realized that, you know, I can't really care about what people think about me. They're going to think it regardless. I might as well just not even care. Their opinion doesn't matter anyway. I am who I am. And that's when I started, you know, this transition to, because now people can say whatever they want. I, I really doesn't, bother. I laugh about it now. It is what it is. The only thing that did bother me though, is when people would deny that I had it, which moves me to my next story which is a teacher. Again, the teachers were the worst. My junior year, so the year afterwards, I had a teacher. I'm not going to name any names. We're going to call her Miss Ross. Y'all probably think this is funny. And Miss Ross was a hefty woman. When I say hefty, she was big. Like, damn, like my 600-pound life, you know, four whole cakes a day at lunchtime eating ass, big. I mean, massive woman. <laughs> and she had an attitude. Well, we were learning about metaphors and similes. We were doing a lesson. And I think me and the quarterback up on our team at the time were talking in class. And, you know, she we, were we weren't we were being behaving really. But she sends the class outside as like a reward. Like, hey, go finish this lesson outside. Go talk some bunch of yourself. And then come back in, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. But Michael, you and him, you gotta stay in here with me. You're not allowed to go outside. Okay. So it's me, him, and the teacher, and my takes are bad. And we're doing this lesson. And she goes, Michael, what are you doing? Again, this is like the middle of the year, you know. We she how do you not notice this already? Um. And I was like, Well, you know, Miss Ross, I have Tourette's she goes, no, you don't. And I looked at her I was like, what? She goes, you don't have Tourette's. You're not cussing or anything. And my, I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, you, do you even know what Tourette's is? Like, not everybody has Tourette's t- has the cussing and the, the outburst like that. Yes, you don't have Tourette's. And I'm getting frustrated, right? I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. Well, I'm pissed. The, the class comes back inside she continues on with the lesson plan and she goes on about metaphors and says Michael or no she didn't say Michael sorry she goes uh, a metaphor is she explains what it is and she gives an example she goes like if I said I'm so hungry I could eat a horse we all know that's not true it's just an example Example. it's like a comparison or whatever <laughs> and I blurt out on purpose said no Miss Ross Actually, it's not a metaphor because you could eat a horse. <laughs> and you can imagine the class's reaction to this, right? I mean, falling out of their freaking seats, crying, laughing at this teacher. Her face <laughs> was priceless. You know that commercial like uh new camera? You know, 10 bucks, you know, new digital camera 20 bucks. Pictures you take on vacation with your family, priceless. That's what this was. Like I wish I had a camera. To capture the look on this teacher's face. And the embarrassment. And looking back it was really kind of screwed up. Comment. I get it. At the time though. I wasn't taking any prisoners. I was so mad about her. Being so sure I w- I didn't have threats. Because she was you know stereotyping it. And I said that. Again the fallout with that. Not very good. Definitely not very good funny story on that I'll I'll finish this so my my little brother had her in class a few years later and she would always give him shit about me this is funny well my brother is on his way to school one day and he's doing like 45-50 miles an hour trying to get to class and I don't know what he was doing wasn't paying attention but he freaking rear ends this car I mean just rear ends this car and totals his own car and totals her car Because she was sitting at a stoplight. It was this teacher. (laughs) And. She. I think had to call an ambulance. Whatever you know. And everyone at school. Knows about what my little brother did. And they're like oh you hit Miss Ross. You know like it's a big thing. She returns from school. Or she returns to school. I guess a couple days later or something. And. She goes to my brother and she goes, your brother hit me. And she thought I was the one that did it. I was a thousand miles away. (laughs) She was blaming it on me. So that's how much she didn't like me, right? But (laughs) the next story I got, though, uh, is this one really was messed up. I probably shouldn't have done this, but this bothered me, too. It never bothered me uh, with relationships. I never had a problem with a relationship with a girl or anything like that. I think everyone was pretty understanding that were my friends. And anyone I dated or whatever, they were very understanding. I never had a relationship that was um, you know, impacted by my Tourette's at all. And I give them a lot of credit for that too. Uh, people I think are a lot more understanding. But there are people that aren't. And I had a truck and I was with one person... In the passenger seat, and a girl in the back seat. And they were being funny, thought they were being funny. And this girl in the back seat, who I didn't really like very much anyway, uh, my tics were bad. And she goes, Michael. And I turn around, and she's mimicking me like that. And I was like, Are you kidding me? And she thought that it's funny. And she kept doing it. And we were about two or three miles away from where we were going. And I stopped the truck, and I told her to get the fuck out of my car. And I kicked her out of the car. We were in high school. She was probably, I don't know, 16, 17 years old at the time. I was probably 17. Or no, she was probably about 15. I think I was a junior, so I would have been 17. And I kicked her out of the car and made her walk two or three miles back to wherever we were going. That was the last time she made fun of me. But, you know, when I think about it, that was probably the wrong thing, the wrong way to handle that. Um... You know, I'm not proud of some things I did. I'm just giving you a story on how I was and how I reacted to some of this stuff. (laughs) But I did do that. I mean, this is all true. You know, when I was in high school, I had some issues. I had some issues when it came to graduation. So I never knew about accommodations. And I think this is a big thing with people. If you have Tourette's and you don't know about this, there's help out there. There's a lot of resources that you need to take advantage of. Like one thing, as much as I criticize our government, I think that American with Disabilities Act is definitely one of the better um, pieces of, piece of legislation that they put in place. And you need to leverage it. I think you should because it is a lot of help. And if I wish I would have in high school. I did definitely in college, and it made a huge difference. But you can get things like extra time on tests. You know, they offer you other benefits, but the extra time on tests is really the thing that benefited me. And I also got proctored tests, so I didn't have to take the tests in the class in college. I got someone to come watch me, and I got to take them in the Athletic Enhancement Center. That was huge. Uh, but it, because it made me more comfortable, because I never wanted to be a distraction to everybody. And I knew, like when I took the SATs, ACTs, I didn't get all that. And I knew I was a distraction to people when we were taking the tests, and I didn't like that. It wasn't the ticks that bothered me. is the fact that I felt like I was not being very helpful to other people, especially with important days like SATs and ACTs. Um, but you know, go take advantage of the extra times and you know, my height. So in high school, I'll let you guys know, I, I, because it, my ticks and stuff, it, it was very hard for me to focus in class and I'm a, a an intelligent person. Um, I just struggled with that and paying attention and stuff. And, you know, I ended up not passing. I was going to play football in college, right? I ended up not walking at graduation, and that was kind of a wake up call for me too. And I didn't walk at graduation because there was a one class, and the way the credits worked out is you had to have this one half a credit, um, to pass. Even though I had ne- I had all the you know credits I needed to go to college, I didn't have the credit to graduate from high school. It was like you need that senior en- English class or whatever, and it was one half a credit. It's just one semester. And I didn't pass because we were reading a book. I didn't like the book. And I, I, some of it was my fault, some of it was the teacher's fault because I went in and asked for help and she didn't help me. And, you know, is this the whole thing? I'm not going to get into it. But um, I ended up not working at graduation. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, who was like a straight AAP student, right? And all of the, my friends, they had this thing called uh, Project Graduation, but they also had a big party at the Naples Beach Club that everyone graduating you got to leave school early when you're seniors and you went to this party and the way I found out that I had not met the requirements was I went to this party with my girlfriend at the time and her friends and we're signing in they're checking in they're making sure we're on the list because if you weren't walking at graduation you weren't allowed to go and in front of all of them my football coach who had no idea was checking the list and was like Michael are you not graduating you're not on here and that was a big embarrassment um you know and that right there kind of opened my eyes like hey you know I really you I should go and take advantage of certain uh you know opportunities that are in place for for someone who has threats or other learning disabilities I don't have a learning disability but Other things, right, that are put in place, like the extra time and stuff, you need to take advantage of that. Uh, So I was at home during my high school graduation when everyone else was was walking across the stage. I didn't get to walk across the stage uh, for my high school graduation. I ended up having to go to what's called Beacon High School. And Beacon High School is like being in jail, almost. When you go there, you don't talk. It is literally like being in jail. It is regimented. You are not there to have fun. You were there to finish your school up. And a lot of the kids that are in there are in juvenile detention. It's all online. You sit in a class. I finished an entire semester's worth of work in two days and got an A. I did not want to be there. Don't ask me how I did it. But it was two days and that was it. I was out. Got my degree. Went down to this high school. The principal asked, do you want to do a you know cap and gown? And I'll do a ceremony. I said, nope, just give me the damn degree. And I walked out. I don't know what my mom did with my high school degree. I don't care. The one that matters is the one I got behind me. And that's the one I got when I graduated in economics from MTSU. That one means a whole hell of a lot. The high school one doesn't matter. So, you know, don't let it hold you back. Um, it Use it to your advantage, right? Use it as motivation. And that's what I do now. I've gotten to the point. I don't care what people think. I see the comments. It's funny to me. You know, I always come back. I'll even joke. Like I saw one comment. The guy was like, yeah, every time he winks with his left eye, he's telling a lie. (laughs) And I replied, you know, I was like, you know, I thought the same thing too. But then I remember my Tourette's uh, is the reason I've been winking with my left eye since I was a toddler. Right. Like little things like that. Just joke around because it doesn't matter what people think. Uh, Should I be raising more awareness about Tourette's? Yeah, I should. But not for me because I don't need the awareness. But for other people, they do. When when you watch other people like on TikTok that have serious symptoms, I feel bad for them because I don't relate to that. Right? I yeah, I have Tourette's syndrome, but I it's one of those things that you can't be in that person's shoes um, unless it's you're at that severity level. I think because, like I said. Mine can get really bad. It can really bother me. It can even sometimes hurt, with, you know, with your muscles. And, and you're doing things and it's frustrating. And you get really pissed off. and um, But it's still nowhere near what some people have. And I have the utmost respect for everything that they have to go through. You know, and I just wish there was a way to, to treat it. And like I said, the blueberries help. The diet is a huge, though. I think if, if they all tra- practice a good diet, you know... Go in and, and just try it because I know a lot of people don't like taking the medication. I know what the medication's like. I've been on it all. And if you can get off the medication and if you can get on the good diet and just stay to it, first of all, it's going to make you feel better anyway. This isn't like a diet. This is a good, well-rounded diet, just period. Um, it, it, It's the difference it makes is just incredible. I think doctors should prescribe that before they prescribe any medication. And I know there are extreme circumstances, right? But I think the diet and exercise should be the ultimate remedy for people with Tourette's and maybe even other neurological disorders. But now what is Tourette's to get more specific right? Some people know the whole science. I've read up on it a lot, but few and far between. Like It's usually a long time before I read up on it again. I think I read up on it a little more last night. It's like a misfiring in your brain. Uh, Inflammation in your brain is what I've been told to doesn't help. Um, but y- y- there's no control over the movements, you know. I can't control ticks. I can't control when they're severe and when they're not severe. You just live with it. Like I said, a lot of times you don't know you're doing it, but that sometimes and a lot of times you do know you're doing it, and it does get frustrating. And sometimes you do think about like, oh, you know, am I being is it, is people notice and stuff like that? And there are people like you. Obviously, you know they know this, and you know they're staring at you. Um, but you know who cares? Because everyone's got something, right? Everybody's got something. And if I had to choose, I wouldn't change anything about myself. Um, Because there are f- so many people that are far worse off. And like I said, I'm, I, I've am i been blessed, but I thought I'd do a video about it. I've never done anything like this before. I've never really spoke about it unless people have asked me about it. Um. And that's maybe a a problem of mine. I should be raising more awareness, but again, not for myself, but for other people, you know, and if anyone has any questions, please feel free to ask anything I will you know, um, I'll answer is at least to the best of my knowledge. Now I've seen some other people and I can refer you to that, that have it bad and they know their shit when it comes to the Tourette syndrome and they can answer questions. Like there's one I reached out to, I'm trying to get her on the show. She hadn't replied, so I'm not going to give any names. But I would love to have someone that does have Tourette's on the podcast. We can talk about it. I would love that. You know, I never thought I'd do a show on it, but I did feel like it was necessary. Uh, And I thought it'd be interesting just, you know, kind of throwing it into the mix, giving, you know, some different info than what I normally give out. And again, please go subscribe. Uh, I want to grow the channel. And if you, again, if you have any questions, ask. I'll be glad to answer and I appreciate you checking in. Thank you.